Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Game Gravy Rewind podcast. This is episode 40. I am your host, Anthony DeVirgilis. Today, I have with me, from GameGravy.com, Mr. Michael Johnston. Hello. And for his first time on the podcast, we have Alonzo Sear. Hello. So, being his first time, it's kind of special. He just reviewed a recent game from Nintendo that we will be discussing this evening, and that's called Splatoon. Oh, is that one a fun one? And we, will, and we will also be discussing The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Um, I've played it on PS4, but that so mainly we'll be talking about that version of it. But those will be the two games we, we talk about this evening. Uh, where did you want to start off, Mr. Michael Johnston? Um, let's start off with, uh, with Witcher, because I, I know that we're all going to have a lot to say about Splatoon. <laughs> okay, so... So, The Witcher, um, me and Mike have played. Alonza has not. Yeah, it's a great game. It's a dangerous game because you get sucked into it really quickly. <laughs> yeah, from what I understand, Roach does some strange things. Yes, yeah, he likes to do handstands when you run over crates. <laughs> is, that what he, is that what he was doing in that one uh, screenshot I saw? Yeah, I kind of jumped off him as I was running towards the thing instead of stopping properly and because I jumped backwards off of him, he ran up to the crates and then fell over them, you know, and just kind of stood there. He didn't move. <laughs> so it looked like he was doing a handstand. I, I don't know, maybe I play the game correct, but I haven't had any issues with Roach. <laughs> Fine, correct. Yeah, I know, Fine, that was just correct. being lazy. I was just like, you know, kind of like in Grand Theft Auto when you take a car and you're just driving and you're like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to ditch it. Even though you're going like 50 miles and per hour. And you stop at the red light. Yeah. See, see, in Grand Theft Auto, I make sure I park between the lines, then get out of my car. <laughs> I don't know. Cars are like candy. You can pick them up anywhere. So I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just going to just jump out of the car while it's driving. <laughs> you should try playing through Grand Theft Auto without stealing a single car. Ah, uh, That's difficult. But, yeah, you can yeah, do that. No. no that's I lose my sense of entitlement when I do that. Why would I do that? <laughs> I always like the little scooters. Yeah, oh, those yes. Are, those are fun. They, they were kind of fun, like in Vice City, whenever they first brought them in. See, the the, the scooters and the motorcycles, and, I, you know, even all the cars, they were fun until they they tried to go for this whole, like, simulation feel, and, and they got away from the arcade feel, and I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. But uh, the horses, it handles pretty well I when you're not riding it like a jerk, like I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you're honest about it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so... I'll get this disclaimer out there. I've never played Witcher 1 or 2. And I haven't either. I don't feel that you need to play him to play All Witcher right. 3. All right. That you, makes three of you us. Don't, you don't, <laughs> but, but the story, if you read about the story of Witcher 1 and 2 ahead of time before playing 3, it all makes sense and kind of like adds to the feeling of the game, especially how it starts. So I went and did my research ahead of time and just read the synopsis on the Wikipedias and it made my experience even greater because it's more enjoyable because of that. So like, let's let's talk about how it starts off, how, like how where, where the game throws you in. Yes. And then okay, so basically you get you get some cutscenes. They're through. Um, they start off with like storyboards first. It's like kind of like a almost like a cel shaded like comic book look, and then it goes into um, the the in game graphics. And they have some some crazy cutscenes where like a crow flies through your eye or some guy's eye, not your eye, but and and you know some more animal slaughter that Peta would cringe at. 
Um, <laughs> it's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But uh, once you once you get by there, you um you kind of enter the game's tutorial. Uh, you wake up in a dream sequence with um, Yennefer, and y- you know you think you're gonna you're gonna see some gratuitous naked people, but it winds up just being you. And um, <laughs> which is disappointing. Oh, that's such a letdown. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Geralt has some ladylike legs, so don't get fooled. They're they're man they're man legs at the beginning. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd make that mistake. Don't be fooled. They're man legs at the beginning. <laughs> hey, thank you Not for the disclaimer. But, um, yeah, so so besides that, anyways, um, so you go through the tutorial, you look around, you learn how to use your Witcher sense, which is kind of like Batman's detective mode. Um, you, you head downstairs, you learn how to run, climb... You know, the basics. Then yeah. you learn a little bit of sword play with your adopted daughter, Siri. <laughs> and I would that, say sword So fighting. you're fighting with your iPhone? Yeah, no. So you she's said not, Siri, so I, I assume iPhone. C-I-R-I. Oh, oh. Yeah, uh, there you go. Completely okay. different. Okay, well, you said Siri. You yeah. see my confusion here. Yeah, had yes, to clarify yes. about the legs. She's so Be more specific. about that. <laughs> So instead of using Cortana, they went with Siri. Yeah. And... <laughs> but but so you 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 do a little sword play. You wake up after sword like, fighting. The... It, it's sword play, but um, because <laughs> you're playing, you're not fighting. You're not the playing, game. you're training. But the gameplay is so smooth that it feels like playing, not like fighting the system. It's not like you're playing Elder Scrolls, which you feel like you're fighting with the game the whole time. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But, um, I'm just the record. I'm just throwing this out there. Elder Scrolls sucks. But um, anyway, so moving forward, uh, you wake up from your little nightmare thing, and you're with um, the guy from the dream, the uncle dude. Uh, he's like one of the trainer masters, and you Resume are. Resume you're talking about? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, I don't remember their names. Come on, man. I got too many names to remember. Obviously, of- I like them. So you know, their characters are good. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, they named them Yennefer and Siri. Great name. But, um... <laughs> Sounds like a copyright issue to me. But anyway, well, it's actually based off of a book series. Yeah. Uh, so, but, um, it, so then you learn uh, fighting the enemies in the wild. You learn your looting. You end up in the first smaller area of the game called White Orchid. And you you learn your basics of questing and everything you'll learn there. And it, it's just really like an epic game. Like I, I could go on and talk about the individual quests and everything like that, but control-wise, the fighting's really good. Mm-hmm. I would compare it to it's it's not exactly like Batman, but it has a similar. You can feel. change like magic signs in the middle of like gameplay, like in the middle of battle, which is really cool. I think because you can use different strategies, like your shield or setting a trap or, you know, fire or there's just different things that you can do during battle that the controls lend itself to be very smooth to do it. And it kind of slows time down so you can figure it out super quick and then you can get back into it immediately. You can put like a protective shield around yourself or you can switch it up real quick to like a fire, like, like a fire wave. Um, you, you also have the magic trap you were talking about for basically like wraiths or ghosts. And yeah, you can control can, people's minds as well, too. You can bring them into, like, a form where you could attack them. So you're not just swinging through air. 
Yeah, you have the power. It's almost like Ghostbusters. <laughs> you just never want to cross streams. <laughs> Pretty much. That takes all the fun out of it. Yeah, I mean, I really wish the trap, though, instead of being, like, a round purple, like, area, was, like, one of the ghost traps from Ghostbusters. You, like, throw it down, and then the light comes out. Yeah, and, it and it's fun. Them. I don't remember. if I was at your house when I was playing it, but I just kept screaming, it's a trap, and just, like, just throwing it down <laughs> and beating the crap out of the ghost. That's the race, I should say. But, uh, yeah, so it has a really cool magic system. has a really good fighting system. Um, there's some pretty fun mini-games that you can do, like, a fight club sort of thing where you do bare knuckle boxing uh there's horse races there's also gwent. there's gwent. gwent yes and gwent is ridiculously addicting it's like its own version of hearthstone pretty much i was gonna say isn't that like a some sort of a card game within the yeah, game you can literally run around the whole world finding people just to play gwent with and unlocking cards um and Actually, you can just the um no I'd say the developers actually just put up a um tutorial video that I'll link it on the website because it's actually a really good tutorial if you don't know how to play it and you and you want to get into it. Yeah, I I heard about that that was coming out, so I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I watched it on YouTube, so I I will link that out though so everyone can go watch it and learn how to play Gwent because it's actually really fun once you get and once you get it down. But you could think <laughs> easily like eight to ten hours just playing Gwent. <laughs> I mean, it's a game in itself. It really yeah. is. Was it, um, wasn't there one, like, uh... It was one of the Final Fantasies. They had a card game similar to that. Wasn't that, uh, 8? I, I want to say it was either 8 or 9. I never it's been played so long nine, since I've played them, though, so... Yeah, eight I don't remember. Familiar. But it, it, it sounded... When I first heard about it, the point is, it sounded familiar to me. Like, I previous generation game had something you know similar going on so um coming from someone who's actually never played witcher 3 um you have any questions for me or mike when do i get my copy <laughs> <laughs> i just want to play it that, uh, it's, it's like, like 42 every... bucks somewhere right now as yeah i, I know actually sale. i've been reposting that one all day long i think they got it through target they've got it through uh Several other sites is like forty one ninety nine, and uh, some of them are even doing free shipping. Well, there you go. That's awesome. I know. What are you waiting for, man? To get paid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's what we're all waiting for, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Every, every time I hear something else about it, it's like, man, I need this game. And then, like, I hear one buddy talking about. It, he's like, yeah. I've put da, 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 about 80 hours into it, just in side missions. Really? Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I've only put like two hours into the story. The rest is side missions. So speaking of side missions, I'll kind of go off from there um, that you mentioned them. Um, there's also other missions that are just like points of interest on the map. And you could probably spend another good 100 hours just going to the points of interest on the map. This, this is yeah, what that's I'm the hearing. thing. It's all about exploration. You know, the one thing that I love about the exploration facet is that the, the world feels huge, but at the same time, it feels like it's lived in. So, I don't know, all the NPCs and people that you run into feel like they're real people, and you get to kind of like explore and figure things out in certain areas and just explore and figure out, like, I don't know, like there's little mysteries that pop up and little um, side quests and... 
I don't know. There's just things that happen. People could give you something if you talk to them. So like it pertains to the lore and everything. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's well, not just like a dead uh, end. Or... Weren't they working on this for like four or five years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. coming it out. They're they're an actual independent studio. It's yeah. uh, right. Well, no, I, I'm familiar with the studio, but I I seem to remember like four or five, maybe even six years ago, they started talking about it. And then it kind of puttered out, and then all of a sudden it came back with this generation. Yeah, I think they um I think they were working on it behind the scenes on mm-hmm. PC, and then when the PS4 and Xbox One got announced, I think they were just like, "Yep, well here here's our game. We we kind of optimize it for PC, but we can move it over to these consoles." And so I remember when around the time that those systems got announced, they announced this game right away for them. Yeah. Right. So and it came it came a I year mean, and a half. They have so cycle. many teams over there that are dedicated to each individual areas. So and it was funny, I, I read an article about it where they had people almost role play that were like they're like, All right, you live in this house, decorate it the way you'd want to decorate it and the way you'd live in there and like use things and so people have like very per- added personal touches to a lot of different places to make it feel like homey. I think that's the thing that it has that a lot of other games don't. It feels like homey, like people actually reside there for some reason. So. Well, one of the other... So does it neat... have like a, a, an extreme customization aspect to it then? Not really. Not as much as you would think like compared to other RPGs. Because you really... The only thing you could really do to Geralt besides like change his clothes, which is... You can change really... his powers quite a bit, dude. Well, no, but I think he means like personal, like like um, create your character kind of like you could Commander Shepard. You mean like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no you, you, you can't, you're kind of no. stuck with the way he looks. You can give him a haircut. That's about as much as you can do for that. Um, his clothes will change depending on your armor, but again, that's going to go to stat based really more than um, look wise. Because if you mm. have something that looks cooler, but you have another thing that's like 200 more armor, which I mean, really, what are you going to put on? Yeah, obviously <laughs> and, the stat based one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the stats can be highly customized depending on what area you want to focus on in regards to like physical fighting and magic fighting. And you can spend even, a um, lot out. You can even do alchemy based fighting. Like you can put yeah. all your stats into alchemy. And then it really won't matter what kind of sword or, or armor you're using. I'll just be the odd man out wearing a loincloth the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Hey, That's you it. can do it. it, it <laughs> you can it, do it, 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 he says. Yeah, you probably get wrecked, I don't, it, although it, I don't know. Who knows? In fact, later on when you get to Novigrad, there's a brothel there and you fight in your towel. So, I mean, that might be exciting for you. It very yeah. well could be. <laughs> that's Call a towel easy, fighting. Easy hey, access. <laughs> Guys, that's an amazingly tied towel. I mean, seriously, have you ever tried even like just walking around in the towel? It's, it's yeah, like, they fall down every time. Two yeah, steps. Yeah. This, this guy's sword fighting in them. I mean, that's amazing. They must have towel tires there, you know, like guys that are traded or girls that like the trade is to tie towels. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't fall off. Okay. Um, now that is one heck of a seaman's knot. <laughs> no pun intended. Exactly. But then, I don't know where to go from there. It's I, a good I mean, game. How about that? As I've heard. Yeah, I, I'm, where, I'm liking it. Where do we so. go from there? But um, I, I uh, there was something else I was going to throw into there. Oh, I don't know what it was. Um, as much as Fable and Peter Monolu always promised different things. Um, the one thing I noticed that's really cool about this game is the um, economy in the game. 
it actually really feels like a living, breathing economy. If you, for instance, want to sell fish, you are better off selling fish on an inland market because they will give you more money for it. If you sell it close to a dock, they're not going to give you as much because they can get it. So there's actually that whole, um, you know, it, depending on where the, the merchant is and what they want, you'll get more of demand aspect of it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and also you'll notice like as you sell to certain vendors, they only have a certain amount of money. So if you, if you, um, you know, if you totally wipe them out, then you can't sell anything else to them. Then you need protection money. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's not Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> no, it's The Godfather. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I, I, th- I think we've, um, we've talked enough about The Witcher. I think let's uh, move over to the Nintendo side of the world. Splatoon! Yay! Splat- so we'll let uh, Alonza take this actually, one over. Actually, my wife's probably in the other room playing it right now. <laughs> Mine. Oh, no Believe it or not. So bad. No, I'm just kidding. Um... Yeah, so we'll let you go ahead and take it away since you reviewed it, and you could uh, give us a little background on it, what it is, and then we'll uh, discuss if we liked it or not. Oh, man. The easiest way for me to put this is just awesome. (laughs) I mean, I honestly didn't even really know 100% what I was getting myself into with this game. So did you play the Global Test Fire? I got to play one round of it. And then I started having the connection issues, and that was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was good, Every, everybody. Everybody knows what the connection issues with that were like. <laughs> yeah. But I got I got in one round of that, and I was like, dude, this is cool. This is unlike anything that I have played. Because you know, normally you're thinking a shooter. You run around and you bop, 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 bop. You're just shooting people. Respawn, run, shoot, respawn. No. What I've been typically calling it is an almost shooter. Because it's not really a shooter, yet it still is. Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) It's definite more control point. You know, at least with the regular battles, you know, you want to cover up your your most most of the play field with your color. He who has the most color wins. I mean, self that's pretty self explanatory. You know, my six year old gets it. She's like, but that but that that wasn't right. That was more. No, look right there, that little tiny spot over there. She's like, ah, but she she gets it. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And then once you get into the ranked battles, then you get more of a comp. It, it seems to be like more of a complex, you know, control point like people might be used to, because you got the uh, drawing a blank on what it's called right now. But you got the little box that you, uh, you you cover the box with your area, you protect that, and you control that point, and that's how you get your points. That's the more control point that most people would be familiar with, like a uh, like Team Fortress, almost kind of like thing. Yeah, yeah. King of the Hill. Yep. Yeah, even that. Yes, that's another good game mode that people would probably uh, correlate to it. Both game modes, love them. I haven't had a chance to play with the brush yet. 
Yeah, I haven't either. But, oh, does it look fun. Uh, yeah, I haven't even turned it on since the brush has been out, unfortunately. Hey, welcome to the team. <laughs> I've, I've been stuck playing The Witcher, man. Well, I, I, I informed you what, what's what been going on within the family, Anthony. Yeah. So, you know, due to adversity, we'll say, you know, other things take priority. Of course. But uh, once, once I turn it on and I play with that brush, I will be live again and letting you know what I think of it. <laughs> so, my, like many people, I'm sure when you got the game, the first thing you did was go straight to the multiplayer. Am I right? No. No, you did not. So what did you go no. to? Because I, I know I went right to the multiplayer and played I did too. probably until I was level 4 or 5. Actually, I, the first thing I did was I went to the Amiibo challenges, and it said, you suck, go play multiplayer. So I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let you do challenges until you do um, single player, actually. So, But I was like, I want to play against other people first. So, Actually, the first thing I did was I explored Ingopolis. Which is single player. See, well, given the fact that I, w I was reviewing it, that's part of the reason that I did it that way. You know... Hmm. Look around, you know, see see what's here, what's there, what's this, what's that. There's that. There's a neat little arcade machine in there. Does the squid jump? Nice. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Yep. How do you unlock the other ones? Excuse me. How do you unlock the other eight bit games? I'm actually I'm not exactly positive on that. I just walked up to the arcades and it says you can play them. I like. I only had the original game. I didn't have anything else. See, I I found the guy in the back. Uh, what's his name? Spike, the little bootlegger guy. Yep. Yeah, he was, he was I, trying I, I to laugh at me. I laughed at him because he reminded me of, like Sid and Nancy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, you're like some British punk. I don't trust you. Yeah, he was trying to charge me thirty uh, thirty G for a uh, for a helmet. That didn't probably didn't even do what it what you wanted it to do. Oh, I didn't... It just I, looked the same. No, it was a paintball helmet. It looked cool, but I didn't have that kind of cash. Yeah, I heard... Ah, uh, what was it? I, one guy... I think I saw it on Miiverse. Uh, somebody went in, and they hit the button, because I, I believe, if I remember right, it's X, that allows it to... Oh, yeah, to inspect Send it one. to him. Yeah. And... Then they denied it, didn't want it, and then from there on, he wouldn't do business with them. Like he's, really? Like, uh, that's that's the impression that I was left under from the post that I had seen. That's which I Right? I mean, that's an interesting little thing to put in there. But, and, and as far as, like, a lot of people complaining about the the maps and the voice and... The typical gripes that we've been hearing for the past week, week and a half. I don't, I don't mind that they don't have voices and stuff like that. That doesn't bother me at all. Same here. The, okay, the... I gotta be a devil's advocate. I'm sorry. Let me interrupt you guys. First of all, okay, voice chat doesn't really matter in turf war. I'll give you that. But in ranked battles, it's absolutely necessity. No, I'm not talking See, about the what, voice that's chat. That's where I was going to be going. Acting. <laughs> I'm talking about oh, the, the voice the acting. That, that just, they don't have it's voices. adorable in a yeah. Animal Crossing way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I, it's like I feel like I named the two characters Callie and Mar Mary or Marie or whatever. Yeah. Like Calamari, That's my hilarious. Mom. 
It's my 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 mom is Marie, and then, no, your mom's Cher. No, it's no, it's not. Better <laughs> than Sunny. Yeah, that's true. But no, yeah, it's just funny. And then uh, one of our friends' name is her name is Callie, and it's spelled exactly like that. And she's friends with my mom, so it's like ah, that's really weird and funny. And then the other thing is with the maps, is I don't mind the lack of maps. I mind the rotation time of same the maps. here. Yes, I, I completely agree you with you. Out. When it boots you out to rotate, it gets irritating. I, I don't – well, I don't mind because it's only once every four hours, but it should rotate it once every hour. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, you can get a, a solid 20 – well, not 20 games. Um, you could probably get a solid, what, 15 games in in an hour, I would say? Oh, well, yeah, I've done yeah, that. Yeah, because like, <laughs> they're about three-minute three matches. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. That, that'll – so that – at three minutes and 15, what's, what does that put you at? About 45 minutes and then we'll say Give 15 minutes – yeah, give or take. So, I mean, you can get a solid 15 games in in an hour. Uh, that's definitely enough. That's about, you know, an average of seven or eight matches on each course. Like, yeah, it's time to switch it up because you times that by four. If I'm playing one course 30 times before I get to switch it, like, that's that's a lot. Yeah, you just get bored of that level. But at the same time, what's the difference with Call of Duty whenever the same map goes over and over and over and over and over, and they've got 15 of them to pick from. Yeah. You know, that, that's, yeah. that's when you that. quit and you go back and you can select a different one and then people will vote on And it on still comes one. up. <laughs> Sometimes. I, yeah, I don't mind the rotation, I just wish it was faster. But back to what you were saying, Anthony, about the, the, the voice chat. I do agree with that. Turf Wars... Not so much necessary. I love voice chat. It would help so much with strategy. With ranked battle, yes. Yeah, I, 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 agree I, with, I agree with that aspect. Because honestly, with Turf War, it doesn't matter if I can communicate with my team or not. If they suck, they suck. If they're good, they're good. It, it, I, I, don't I feel really like there's a lot of international people that don't even speak English in there as well, too. So if there was voice chat in Turf War, I don't think and they that would understand. And that is a common misconception. Most people do speak English. Most what? people do speak English. It's just a matter of how well. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, I wouldn't assume that. I mean, if they're from Japan because their like, names are in Japanese, I, I don't assume that they speak English. Maybe they understand English, but... But the point, the point is, it's a matter of fluency. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll leave it at that. Sure. <laughs> but, Instead but of I, getting into a political battle about it. <laughs> I just think that it should be... If they're on your friends list, you should be able to voice chat with them. If they're not, I agree. Yeah, I I would be completely okay with that. Give me a tin can and a string. (laughs) There you go. That's a long string, man. To go all the way up to to Bean Town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to. We want to play in a couple of battles where we're just talking on the cell phone the whole time. Just because. So I gotta. So I gotta send one string up to uh, Detroit Rock City, and I gotta send one to Bean Town. Yep. Yep. The Motor City? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, if you got a strong enough motor, it'll get there quick enough. There you it's go. True. There you go. <laughs> I'll just have it go through Google servers. That's a little easier. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we still have carrier pigeons, yeah? <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah, um, if you don't get ha- shot down. Uh, so, <laughs> well, that's what the drones are for. But, oh, uh, yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> Amazon. There you go. Exactly. So how's the single player? I'm loving it, actually. That's where I really was not – I did not know what to expect. 
But like I like I had said, it's a very atypical shooter. So why would you expect a typical hard story driven campaign mode to this game? It just that just doesn't make sense in and of itself. The way they do it, it's every, everything is based around the hub world. Everything is a hub of its own, it seems. You know what I mean? Yes. And it just it works. And I like how you have to you have to go and I mean it's kind of self-explanatory where the mm-hmm. the little pots I guess they're like little teapot things where the level caps are where you go. And it shows where they're at. Oh, I thought the teapots were like the boss fight battles. Yeah, they all look they all look kind of like teapots to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just what I'm I'm correlating them to. <laughs> sure. But I kind of wish there was a little bit more depth to the story because um, when I go in and do the, the amiibo challenges, I get kind of like I only got one piece of gear, and I'm like, I don't want to do this again because I don't want to play the same exact levels all over again. Right. See, I mean, to an extent, it adds a little depth, but it's a question of, is it enough? Exactly. I it's mean, like, I, it's I like can understand in the, the puddle challenge. and then kiddie pool. Yeah, it's like, and I understand the challenge facet. That's cool, but like, give me. I feel like single player is the challenge. So like, <laughs> I feel like I'm just doing it all over again. And I know you're using different weapons and stuff, but I'm just like, Ugh. I don't know. That's just my experience, at least. Right. I'm, I'm having fun with it, though. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And see, it, it kind of gives you a different, uh, I don't know, attack strategies, I guess. Cause yeah. Like, yeah, like it's a, basically the, the, the roller, a tutorial. Yeah. The roller challenge, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, normally you're going to go into something, and if you can shoot, you're just going to go, and exactly. you're going to lay it all out. You go into the roller, you got to figure out the angle to to whip that thing so you yeah. can hit that thing out of the air and you know it it kind or of swim up a wall and, and and use the roller up the wall that's challenging right there but you yes. can do it i've learned it how to do possible. that <laughs> it's possible but it's possible yeah there was a few times where i was caught swearing and almost throwing my controller but i did it <laughs> and if it, if it was only a few that that is commendable for you sir yeah, it was only a few. It wasn't that much. <laughs> My brother was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to do a challenge here, and I'm not having a good time. <laughs> you're, you're swearing at a squid kit. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> so the, I would have to say, though, that this is definitely the best use of Amiibo that I've seen in a Nintendo game yet. I completely agree. Uh, best use of Amiibo? Some of, some of the best use of the gamepad, even. Yeah, I, mean, I could agree with that, too. Yeah, Every, totally. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to back out everything. Boom, 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 right there on the gamepad. You touch it. Boom, you're at the weapon shop. Boom, you touch it. You're at the, at the amiibo place. It's it's all just right there. You can you know? even equip your items that way. You don't have to exactly. fumble around. It's super easy. And it, it's all nice and colorful. Catches your eye. You know what you're looking at. It right in your face. It makes <laughs> life simple. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but that that's more developers need to be doing wonderful wonderful things like that with the gamepad 
Yeah, I hope they use this as a cue, as like you know, yeah. like to say, "Hey, we should keep. We should, people are liking this. We should continue How much to use it in this way." Exactly. Because I mean, there's so much. There's still so much potential that could be had from not only the gamepad but the amiibo. Because right now, people are like, "Eh, they're kind of like a little plastic thing that it gives you a helmet in Mario Kart." You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. This it, actually does a little bit more than that. So. Yeah. I mean, you get this cool Predator outfit. You look like this, you know, big mechanical alien boxer guy. Bounty yeah. hunter. Or a samurai. <laughs> yes, that's the helmet that I'm rocking right now. Me too. <laughs> I think that thing is sweet. And did you notice how, like, the knitting around it, depending on what team you were just on... Not only does your hair change color, but the knitting on on the samurai hat changes color. Yeah, it's very unique. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I noticed that the other day. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> it was just Attention on the purple details, thing. and now my yeah. hat purple. <laughs> it it that's that's one thing with Nintendo. Attention to detail. It's great. Right, agree. Fabulous. And I'm just sitting here staring at that little green squid amiibo. <laughs> he's so well designed and so bright he catches your eye from across the room <laughs> he does it's like play with me <laughs> I know right he, he has them sad puppy dog eyes <laughs> so let I, I would say though that on a whole the month of May if no matter what system you own be it a PS3 or PS4 Xbox One Wii U PC you definitely got a game that was great oh absolutely yeah, and you know what? It wasn't that, it wasn't a surprise because they let us play it early to test it out, and I like that. I yeah, so I mean, I I reviewed Witcher three, gave it a nine point five. Alonzo reviewed Splatoon, gave it a nine point five. Um, definitely both are worth picking up at some point if you don't own a Wii U. I would say now is a better time than ever to pick well, one up. I'm, I'm trying There's... to talk my wife into getting another Wii U just so we can get the bundle so we can have one in each room. <laughs> then you guys can both play online at the same time. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Exactly. We just got that new TV for in the bedroom. We got to utilize it. <laughs> so tuned. Exactly. Yep. See, there's a plan here, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, I think I think we basically covered everything both for those. So um, we will be back with the next episode of the podcast and that will be covering our e3 prediction show any um any early predictions you want to say before the show oh hey one thing here we can't forget about dr mario this week by the way oh yeah that's right we, we cannot forget about dr mario this week why what's up with dr mario this week it's freaking dr mario that's what it is 3ds <laughs> dr mario it's inherently awesome you don't um, think dr mario Nah, he's okay. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Come on. Anthony, I thought, I thought I you love everything that's Mario. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's 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 like you know, it, it's a puzzle game know. and it's Mario. Come on, it's yeah. no te- it's no Tetris, but it's it's good. I know it's no Tetris. <laughs> it's, I'm not gonna it's say it's better than Tetris because Tetris taught me how to pack a grocery cart. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, and hey, it us to some awesome music. I've know. used my Tetris right? skills. <laughs> On many of occasion, trying to carry band equipment from place to place. Yes! So. Oh my god. <laughs> How many times do we say that? And, you know, at the same time, it's just like, 
Yeah, anything in a trunk is like Tetris, that's for sure. <laughs> so my, my very early E3 prediction before we record our prediction show is that we will see a Paper Mario. But we'll talk about more of that in the next episode. Cool. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thanks, everyone. Peace. Have fun. <laughs>